what do you think is too short to be at a job? Because this this is where you see people like like on that view conversation because they're they're kind of generalizing millennials as the whole mm-hmm. based on a few stereotypes they've heard. If one of the stereotypes is that millennials job hunt job hop, mm-hmm. what do you feel like is a what is too short of a time to be at a job where you kind of say, all right, this is a red flag for me because you hire Maybe people six as well. To a year, a year probably. Okay. You're probably is a short amount of time. But I think on the other side of it, as somebody that works in 9 5 you can see how you feel about a job within a year. Mm-hmm. Probably can see in six months, three to six months, to be honest. But you can see how you feel about a job and if you feel it's a place that you should be staying at to grow. So it's kind of give or take and figuring that out. But in regards to the conversation, Whoopi wasn't the only one that spoke. There was other people that spoke about just the whole, the whole millennial thing. They spoke about... The housing, and one of the ladies was she's a millennial. She spoke about what you have said that it back in when you graduated was the what was it called? The crash? Mm-hmm. That housing said, crash. Housing crash. She was like, most of my adult life, there's been things, right? It was a <laughs> housing crash. Then we had 9 11. Uh, then we have COVID. Then she's like, most of my adult life, we've been in war. So you can't really compare what housing we, crash war, yeah. What we as millennials have gone through versus what you went through, and then versus what your parent, like our grandparents, were through. It would be completely different, right? Mm-hmm. Our grandparents were dealing with just surviving by the, the skin of their color, the color of their skin, first of all. And then our parents got an opportunity, and they're like, "Okay, we we just got an opportunity. We are gonna stick here. We ain't gonna say nothing because we are just we just making our way through." And then now we're a bit more comfortable to be like, "No, just." That's not enough. Like, we need to do more. We need to receive more. And I think that was a conversation. But one lady was saying, like, she commends millennials in that they're not just following the traditional route, the traditional norm of I get married, I get a house, I have kids. She was like, I'm happy that they're, like, making a decision on actually, no, I can't afford a kid because I can't afford myself. So I'm not going to go ahead and bring a kid into this equation. I'm not going to go ahead and bring multiple into this equation. She's like, I didn't have that opportunity. Like, even if you did as a parent, not to say you were forced, but that wasn't the norm. That wasn't the American dream. And, and I think somebody stated it well. They're like, the American dream has changed. And I don't know what it is because I know it's different for every culture, but it has changed from what most people will see as the marriage house kids. I would say for me, the American dream hasn't changed for- or my perspective, you're married, you get a house, you have a kid. I feel like I've... I've well, how quickly it happens and what you put first and people putting careers first before they're doing certain things, that's that's part of a change. Yeah, that's, that is part of the change. But I would say this, I would say this. I think for, for our generation that we're seeing right now on quote-unquote social media, you see all the conversations around the gender wars, like men versus women. Mm-hmm. And even it kind of... I'm, I'm kind of... Sp- spitting my age here but even goes back to the i was talking to somebody about the music choices that we have and it's like all right we had the foxy browns and the little kims but those were foxy brown little kim was the outliers yeah there's just them they were the outliers that we accepted and even foxy brown was like "Eh, i'm gonna bring this back to rap little kim she was like it's gonna be me i'm this is my lane there might be some others that i'm missing but they were the anomalies. <laughs> they were the outliers. They were the pers- the people who were accepted based on their lyrics and their rap. Now we're talking about, I'm thinking about Alani. We're talking about the, the generations that are changing behind us. Now that is the norm for all women rappers. If you're not rapping about that, you ain't making it. Who not, is it? You, we have Cardi B, uh, Sexy Red. You are not making it. Meg The Stallion. Every single one. After Nicki Minaj, Nicki that Minaj. was it. It was over. And, Nicki Minaj, yeah. And it's like, if you're not taking off your clothes, if you're not sexualizing music, 
if you're not sexual demonizing everything that you do as a woman, it's kind of like that's what our generation has to deal with. That's what they have to see. And it's hard as a it's kind of I don't know if I'm still on topic here, but <laughs> when you talk about we talk about older generations talking about the younger generations, this is stuff they're seeing. So the Whoopi Goldberg and the whole conversation is based on what they're seeing and what they're hearing today. Yeah. And now you may say, well, this somebody younger than me say there's plenty of women out there. I don't see them. I don't know them. This is what I see. So if this is all I see and this is all I know, does that make it right? Absolutely not. But that means we have to do a better job at showcasing the other the other highlights so I can change my statement. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's true. I mean, the gender wars and everything does kind of, not wars, but the gender topics does play into some of this. Not necessarily all of it, but but some of it. I think it's a conversation to have. I think the problem lies when you make this general statement that millennials are lazy and it's like, we are working our butt off here, but we're getting nowhere because of the economy. It has, not that it has nothing to do with us, but it has nothing to do with us in that we are not the ones making the choices of that. And it costs this much money to do this. It costs this much money to do that. Like what it used to cost to raise a child, what was required, all these other things is not the same. It's not, you can't look at it the same way, which I think she was doing or generalizing it. And it's just not fair to do. Mm-hmm. Like, she, like I said, the millennial on there, she was like, it is a statistic that this will be the first generation that does worse than their parents. And Whoopi was like, we've heard it all before. <laughs> I've heard that in my generation, too, that we were going to do worse than our parents. And we decided not to. And it's like, I think we spoke about this today. It's so easy to say that I decided mm-hmm. not to when you're in a different financial place. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's uh, for most people, I would say that if I was in your financial place as well, knowing I don't know all her numbers, but it seems harder to receive the message as well when it's coming from someone that is in a way different tax bracket, I should say. Yeah. Way different tax bracket. Not that she can't talk because she can't have an opinion. Absolutely. But I think you need to be mindful of how you generalize uh, generations. I mean, imagine when imagine when she came into to acting and the people before her could say they had it a lot harder than her. Right. I mean, we all going to say that we are going to yeah. we are going to say pick yourself up by the, the, the shoestrings or your boot laces and. And get it out the mud. Somebody else is going to have it harder than you at the end of the day. You just got to choose life, your heart. That is true. You got to choose your heart. Somebody got it harder. We're going to have it harder than Alani. Somebody's going to. She's going to have it harder than somebody else. At the end of the day, it's really based on your perspective and what do you choose to make of it. You could sit here and say, "Well, my parents had it easy. I'm not going to do nothing." And by all means, you probably ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> but that's going to be a decision that you got to make. And then also just being mindful how we because there's such a range when it comes to these generations. We got to be mindful of it, <laughs> of saying, oh, this is what they do, or they don't want to work, or they don't want to do that, because everybody that I know, friends and family, work their butt off. I don't know anybody working four hours or wants to work four hours a week. I don't know anybody doing that. I want to work. Well, you got the four-hour work week, which is a book. By I would love ten. to do it. I don't do it, though. I would love to. You got to read the book. It's back here. So I'm going to read the book and be able to do it right away. <laughs> Well, that's how it works. You read the book for our work week and you start implementing some of the action steps. So he might say, take off for Friday, <laughs> do everything on Thursdays. All right, now take over Thursday. Next thing you know, you're down to four hours. I would love to, but yes, that was our thing because it was on Twitter. Anything on Twitter goes crazy like a, a fire. So we wanted to bring it here because we are millennials, um, the older side of it, the cap where it's about to cut off at. Yeah. Um, we said it started in 1980 or 81? 80. 80. 80, yeah. So I'm eight years in actually. So not the oldest side of it, but yeah, that was our conversation that Whoopi had. What are your thoughts on it? Do you feel like 
millennials are lazy? Do you feel like it's just a different time? Do you feel like, what are your thoughts on it? Let us know in the comments. Comments being on YouTube. Um, that's where we put our video on there. And once again, thank you for tapping in with us for another week of More Than a Side Hustle podcast. Yes, yes. You can check out commercial break. You can check out Cleaning Business University. If you want to learn how to start and scale a remote cleaning business without having to clean houses, check it out. Link will be in the show notes. So we might be doing a little Black Friday deal depending I on was what, gonna say. when this episode drops. So you ready for that? The lowest it will on, be. If you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to start that cleaning business, it will be linked in the show notes somewhere. Go check it out. All right. See you like next time. Peace. Thank you for tapping in with us again. As you know, we always ask if you guys can please, please go ahead and leave us five-star review. Go ahead and write something if you're enjoying what we speak about. If you listen to us week to week, please be sure to let us know. That helps us to continue to grow and for other people to listen to our show as well. We appreciate it.